1: Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God.
0: And the saints all with gladness are singing the song of the redeemed, Song of the redeemed.
1: Thank you once again for tuning into the podcast. We're going to be our Friday edition of the podcast in Matthew chapter eight. Again, there's a reminder, we're going to be at the Cornerstone Bible Baptist Church up here in the state of Maine. What a blessing it is to be in the state of Maine one more time. And tonight, we're staying here in York, Maine, and I got a place about nine hours in, three to go, and it's just difficult traveling all 12 and a half, well, that's driving time, about 10 and a half hours, 12 and a half, 13 hours with the children in the car. And so we went ahead and got a place, Lord Lord willing. When we head out next week, we'll be driving straight through on Thursday, have a day at home to turn around, then head to Oxford, North Carolina on Saturday. So we do need your prayer, need your prayers for the meeting up here, need the prayers for the meeting down in North Carolina to come, and it will announce more next week, Lord willing. Matthew chapter 8, and we're here on the podcast again, when he come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. Now for the last several chapters, we've been on what's called the Sermon on the Mount, And that is Jesus Christ, of course, preaching. And he's preaching the word of God. He's preaching to his disciples there. And he's giving them instruction. He's giving them all of these things we spoke of at this time. But now he comes down and we see immediately multitudes, great multitudes followed him. You say, what does that word great mean? Well, go look up great. It means a whole lot of people. And so there are great multitudes. Almost overwhelming is the connotation it bears. There were so many people. It's hard to understand. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt. Now, it's interesting. He didn't say if he can. He didn't say if you're able. If thou wilt. What does that mean? If it's in your mind to do this, maybe you will and maybe you won't. But whatever your will is, if it be your will, he said, thou canst make me clean. And so he knows that Jesus Christ can cleanse him. He believes that Jesus Christ can but will he choose to do that? And by the way, that comes from a prayer life of understanding the, the gospel, understanding the word of God, understanding even as Jesus in the garden prayed. Nevertheless, no, not my will, but thy will be done. Praying according to the will of God. And therefore, he knows that Jesus Christ can do this. Because he says, if thou wilt. And then he goes on, he says, thou canst. It's an absolute. He knows that Jesus Christ can do this. Make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed, and Jesus saith unto him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priests, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. And I'm going to look at that testimony. I'd like to look at that in the book of Leviticus. That's where he deals with that. And it's interesting that we see that on the day of his cleansing, And this man has come now. He feels in Leviticus 14 that he is cleansed from his leprosy. And the word of God says in verse 2, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. And he shall be brought forth unto the priest. This is the day of his cleansing. This is where this this man is at this point. Jesus Christ has touched him. He's made him whole. He's cleansed him. But now he has to go to the priest. And the priest shall go forth out of the camp. And the priest shall look and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper. This is the day of his cleansing. Then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds alive and clean and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times and shall pronounce him clean And shall let the living bird loose into the open field. I'm going to pause there for just a few minutes. But I want to look at this cleansing of the leper. He's going to go to the priest now. Jesus Christ has touched him. He's made him whole. But he has an obligation to go to that priest, to show himself to the priest. Why? This is the day of his cleansing. And oh, what a wonderful day it is. When a man can be made clean. When a man can be made whole. When a man can no longer be a leper and be cleansed. What does he do first? The priest shall command to him, take him. In verse four, then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed, two birds alive and clean. There's two living birds that are taken and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. Now, what's important about that? Well, these two birds are alive at this point and they're clean birds. And then to take the cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. Now, hyssop is that heavenly branch. We know that. There's something unique in the Bible about hyssop. We see that at the, uh, the death of Christ. We see that at the burial of Christ. We see that, of course, as the blood strikes the lentils, the dope in the doorpost in Egypt land. And we see that in the Passover. But it's something unique with God. But yet God commands that hyssop. Uh, some would say it's because it's a common branch. Some would say because it's a common thing. But yet it's more than common with God. It's something that God has selected. And then we see that scarlet. And what is that scarlet? It's that scarlet thread. We saw it, of course, with Phares and Esra. We saw that uh, with Rahab the harlot. We saw that scarlet thread. We see that all through the scripture. And that scarlet thread in those particular cases with Rahab the harlot and with Ruth, we see it even go to the Gentiles. That scarlet thread is that lineage of Christ, Is that picture of Christ. It's that one is to be born of the woman, born of a virgin, made of a woman, made under the law. That's that picture, that type. So then, what is the seed of what is It's the cross. And so, what binds that bird to that cedar wood is the scarlet and the hyssop. He's to take them together. For he said this he's to take two birds alive and clean in cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. And again, typology, but it's there. The running water is normally typified as the word of God. He's killed in an earthen vessel. What's, what's killed in an earthen vessel? Jesus Christ was killed in an earthen vessel. Over what? Running water, the word of God. He died according to the scriptures. That's the running water. Therefore, we see that bird is made a sacrifice for the leper. He's made a sacrifice that his blood can be shed. He's bound to the cross with a scarlet thread. He's bound to the cross with hyssop. And there that cedar tree holds him until what takes place then. He's killed in an earthen vessel. He dies on the cross. He's slain on the cross. He dies in that earthen vessel over running water, according to the scriptures. And that's how that leper is to be cleansed. As for the living bird, and again, the living bird is a unique uh, unique thing to study. And I've preached it for years. It's that one of the living sacrifices. The other is that scapegoat. And he said, to present your bodies a living sacrifice. What are you? You're that living bird. What do you do? You take the blood that's on your wingtips, and you fly out to the wilderness, and then you proclaim the message of, of Jesus Christ. That's what that living bird does, a living sacrifice. He is a sacrifice. He's been offered at the door of the tabernacle. He's been offered to that priest. But now you have the blood of Christ, and now you go and you take that message to a lost and dying world. You bear it upon your wings. That living bird, he shall take it, and the cedar wood, and the scarlet, and the hyssop. Again, that lineage <laughs> that, uh, the, the, race, the, blood, the branch that applies the blood, the seed woods, the cross, and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. That's you and I in Christ. And he shall sprinkle upon him that has be cleansed from leprosy seven times. And shall pronounce him clean. And that shall let the living bird loose into the open field. And then verse 8, and he that is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and wash himself in water. Why? He's a new creature. He's been made new. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. What are the old things? His hair, his eyebrows, his hair, his his facial hair, his bodily hair. Wash himself in water that he may be clean. And after that he shall come into the camp and shall tarry abroad out of his tent seven days. There's seven days of purification. And by the way, if that woman with the issue set apart for seven days, he ought to be set, set apart for seven days. But it shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair off his head, his beard, his eyebrows, even all his hair he shall shave off. He shall wash his clothes. Also, he shall wash his flesh in water and he shall be clean. It's an absolute. It's a guarantee he's going to be clean. Therefore, he's washed. He's cleansed. He's purified. All things become new. On the eighth day, he shall take two he lambs without blemish. And one ewe lamb of the first year without blemish and three tenths of a fine, two, three tenths deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil and one log of oil. And the priest that maketh him clean shall present the man that is to be made clean and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So now he has the two he lambs. He has a ewe lamb. He has the fine flour. He has the oil. He's come before the priest. The priest is going to present him before the Lord. Isn't that interesting? That priest is the one that's going to present him to the Lord. What does the Lord see? The Lord sees that blood upon him. The Lord sees that blood has been sprinkled upon that man. He sees that he's been cleansed. He's been washed. He's now acceptable in the sight of the Lord. The priest will take one he lamb and offer him for a trespass offering and the log of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall slay the lamb in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the holy place. For as the sin offering is the priest, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering. And I want you to notice this because this is something unique. I had a man point this out to me many years ago. And it's one of those unique things in scripture. You never see it anywhere else. It's the only place you'll find it. But it's singularly unique in this. This man is here for the day of his cleansing. The Word of God said he's been made clean. He has been cleansed. He's as clean as he'll ever be. And notice where he's at. The priest is in the holy place. The priest is offering that lamb in the place where he kills the burnt offering, the peace offering. And the Word of God says this. He should take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. Why? He's in the holy place with the priest. He's clean. He can stand before God in the holy place. There's no other law given that allows man to come before God in the holy place, except for the law of the leper. And yet there he is in the holy place. and God is uh, Before God, God has cleansed him. He's clean. And now he bears the witness of the blood, just like that living bird that's going out with that blood upon his wings. Have blood upon his feathers. Here's a man that stands before the Lord in the holy place. Blood upon his right ear. Blood upon his right thumb. Blood upon his great right toe. And there he stands before the God of heaven, cleansed. He's clean. The blood is upon him. And the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand, and shall sprinkle of the oil of his finger seven times before the Lord. And of the rest of the oil that is hand, in his hand, shall the priest put upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed. And upon the thumb of his right hand, upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the trespass offering, and the remnant of the oil that is in the priest's hand, he shall pour upon the head of him that is to be cleansed. Why let thy head lack no oil? And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. And then it was verse 19. Of course, this is controversial today because folks don't want to believe the Bible. They'd rather believe their intellect or either believe their guru. They don't want to believe the word of God. And the priest shall offer the sin offering. And make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanness. And afterward he shall kill the burnt offering. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering upon the altar. And the priest shall make an atonement for him and he shall be clean. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What does he do? He takes him in that holy place. And there before the Lord of heaven, he's anointed for the day of his cleansing. Before he's ever anointed with oil, what's the first thing that takes place? He has to be cleansed by the blood. He has to be washed in the blood. That blood is upon his ear and upon his thumb and upon his great right toe. And there we see all the offerings of God complete. Why? Because this is a special day. This is a unique day. How did it start? It started at the cross. What happened at the cross? There was a death. There was an offering. There was a purification. And then that living sacrifice goes out from there. What happens then? That sinner is cleansed. That sinner is washed. He's made clean. He bears the witness of God upon his ear, his thumb, and his great right toe. How long does he bear that witness the rest of his life? He'll ever be known as that leper that was made clean. He'll ever be known as that one that was washed. He'll ever be known as that man that was clean. What takes place when a leper is found out, but he's isolated from his family? He has to walk around with that witness upon his lip of unclean, unclean. He has to let the world know he needs cleansed. He can't just hide as a leper. He's openly a leopard. He has to stay outside the camp. He t- cannot take the Passover. He cannot particip- participate in feasts. He has no part in Israel. He's isolated. He's alone. He's destitute. He's outside the camp, away from his wife, away from his family, away from his home. He has no fellowship. He has no friendship. And yet there comes a day when he looks and realizes that his skin has been made clean, his flesh That rising of the scab of the leprosy is in his skin. And all of a sudden it's changing. And he goes and he calls for the priest. And the priest comes out and realizes that man has been cleansed from his leprosy. It's a miracle of God. It's a work of God. That's where this man was with Jesus Christ. He cleansed him. He's now been made clean. But what does he have to do? He has to go before that priest. Why does he have to go before that priest? Because he has to take those offerings. And he has to go and offer those offerings before the Lord. And where does he go? He goes into the holy place. And there in the holy place, he's cleansed before the Lord of all heaven, the Lord of all glory. You see, the garment of leprosy is cast aside. He receives a new garment. He no longer has that leprous garment. He has a new garment that he wears. He no longer is known as a leper. He knows that one that's been cleansed, that one that's been washed. What's restored? He's washed himself in water, the washing of regeneration, the renewal of the Holy Ghost. He's been cleansed by the blood. That blood's been put upon him, sprinkled upon the altar of God, put upon his ear, his thumb, his toe. And that anointing of God is upon him. He now bears the oil, the witness of the oil, sprinkled before the Lord seven times, then put upon his ear, his thumb, and his great right toe. He has a new garment. He has a new life. He can go home again. He can go to his family. He can go back and have that relationship with Israel. He can go partake of the Passover. Why? He's been cleansed. That's the day of his cleansing. And that man, as he called upon Jesus Christ, if thou wilt, Jesus Christ cleansed him. Can I say to you, my friend, he is not willing that any should perish. Blessed be his holy name, but that all should come to repentance. That's the work of God. That's the miracle of God, that all should come to repentance. Will they? They will not all come, but they should come. He's called all men unto himself. Come all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I will give you rest. This is the miracle of the cleansing of the leper. Have a great weekend.
0: There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You
1: have been listening to the Daily Doctrine, or Doctrine or Podcast with Evangelist Tim McBay. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and com. One seven zero zero six. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow, and remember to look up for your redemption for all of night. Now
0: the angels of God are rejoicing for the pride come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing.